Hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of The Green Mile. I'm John Campbell. Mike Gurgani's with me. Hello. And uh, before you listen to this episode, we just want to remind you that while you can follow along each week on this show, we do offer you the opportunity over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash panel on panels, to binge the first two seasons of this show right now. That's right. For just $1, you can gain access to a plethora of episodes beyond just the one you're listening to this week, last week, or what you might be listening to for free next week. That is just $1 a month. We'll give you access to dozens of episodes. So without further ado, it's time to Hulk out. Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. Creature is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. Welcome back to The Green Mile, the podcast where we chart Dr. David Bruce Banner's journey to cure the Hulk inside. I'm John Campbell. With me, as always, my travel companion, Mike Argoni. Hello. Oh, boy. We travel deep into the world of professional football in this episode. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> we're certainly being told we are in the world of professional football. I think we're in the world of professional stock footage. <laughs> well, this episode is called Killer Instinct. It's episode eight of season two of The Incredible Hulk, uh, written by William Whitehead and Joel Don Humphreys. And directed by Ray Danton. It originally aired November 10th, 1978. Mm. And here is the synopsis from the Incredible Hulk wiki. David takes a job working as an assistant trainer for a professional football team in order to learn more about the research of a sports psychologist studying abnormal aggression in football players. All of that is technically true, yes. Yeah. It does in no way go into the plot of the episode. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because that's the first, like... 15 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> Banner has somehow gotten a job as an assistant trainer with an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Using can't... the assumed name, uh, David, what was the B name in this episode? Oh, it's uh, 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 Burnett, Burnett. David Burnett. Yeah. Um, but you can't just get one of these jobs. Like the jobs he gets are. are Bigsby are... is that charming. <laughs> The jobs he gets are always these things where, like, conceivably, he's just wandering off the street and go, oh, you looking for help? Janitor. Yeah. Bartender. Yeah. Assistant trainer for a professional football team. <laughs> Feels like you need some background in this. He has at least one training. point on his resume, and he could have said, like, hey, you call this boxing ring in <laughs> Delaware, and they'll vouch for me. Except for he doesn't have the same name. Okay, well, that falls apart immediately, so no. Yep, you're absolutely correct. That's the thing I was thinking about. He can't use any of his work experience in the show uh-huh. uh, to get other work. Right. So he, he has no identity he can prove nope. and no work history he can prove. Nope. 
Oh, so no. How, he has plenty of work history and an identity that he can prove. He's choosing not to because of that murder right. he can never prove he didn't commit. It's true. Uh, he, I may be wanted for murder somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. Or at least my alter ego Look, is. You can be wanted for murder and work for the NFL. No one's going to bat an eye at that. It's true. It's almost a prerequisite <laughs> that you have to be. Um, because, yeah, so we, we start with... Uh, Oh my God! We start with uh, Banner working uh, here, and he's he's taping ankles and and like other applying ice things. packs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean the, the standard stuff on the sidelines of what looks to be a scrimmage for a team of uh, over the hill, slightly retired yeah. football players. So the Los Angeles Cougars <laughs> are the made up NFL team mm-hmm. that the, the, this uh, were were set in here, and yeah, everyone on this team is is. Over forty-five, it feels like. <laughs> I don't know why that why that was the case here. They're actually twenty-six, John. Oh, but, but they've been they, drink. They start drinking they early. Drinking too early. Yeah, and they look haggard. Yeah. So Denny Miller, who plays the main uh, football player here, John Toby, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, forty-four years old here. Yeah. No, that. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's yeah. That he reads as that. <laughs> And he's supposed to be kind of maybe over the hill. Maybe. Maybe? But if that's the case, then everyone on this team and every team are over the hill. <laughs> well, that's the that that's the thing. If he was this old and that was the plot of the episode... If was this was the wrestler old. of yeah. football players... Like, maybe he needs to retire yeah. and that's part of it. But no, every football player we see is <laughs> as old as him, if not older. Uh-huh. Um, and so we start with... The, the scrimmage is happening... And aforementioned, John Toby mm-hmm. um, brutally tackles his own quarterback in the scrimmage, cracking a couple of his ribs yeah, that we yeah. learned. Which Banner kind of brushes off a little. Well, he's got some cracked ribs. But I mean, you're talking about professional football. Mm-hmm. This was definitely before a time where they were super conscientious of that sort of yeah. like high impact of the game and what kind right, of damage right. it was doing to these players. Well, as you point out, they don't even have leg pads at this point. At least during the scrimmage, yeah. which makes a certain amount of sense if they're not even supposed to be hitting each yeah. other. Well, because that's what he says. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I hit you that hard. And the quarterback says, you're not supposed to hit me at all. Right. Which is logical. You, so that already teases off that maybe Toby's got a little bit of something he's maybe trying to work through. Yeah, exactly. And Banner sees on the sidelines uh, a guy taking photographs of mm. the football players. And that is our introduction to uh, Rudy Solari. Playing Dr. Byron Stewart. His first name was Byron? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they never say that in the episode. I don't know where this wiki is getting some <laughs> of this information because we we frequently run into this. We're like, that character had a, a first name. Banner had a fake last name that he never says. Yeah. Like at least in this episode, they say his fake last name a lot. They do, they do. And in fact, they almost exclusively call him by Burnett. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh yeah, so he sees him on the sidelines and he says, Hey, aren't you? Dr. Stewart, that famous psychologist Mm -hmm. who's doing research about aggression and football players? (laughs) And he says, why, yes, I am. (laughs) Thanks for starting, plot. (laughs) Um, And he says, boy, I sure would like to talk to you. And the professor or the doctor very reasonably says, nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair enough. And the episode's over. Um, Banner does track this guy down to his office, though. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because, yeah, we get a, a quick couple of scenes of Toby coming off the field and like, oh, you're doing all right. Like, you, like we see the switch in personality already yeah. at the beginning of this episode yeah. where he's super aggressive when he's on the field. But as soon as he's off, he doesn't quite get that he's been as aggressive as he is. Right, right, right. And he's sort of jovially, jovially kidding with the people on the sideline. And we can see in this first scene even that him and Banner have, like, sparked up a friendship or something. Right, right, right. Um, so Banner's worried. He's concerned about his his, his buddy here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he does eventually, Banner does eventually track down Dr. Stewart in his office, mm-hmm. which is, is this guy operating out of the stadium? Okay. It's really unclear where certain locations are in this episode. Yeah. Episode geography is always something we wrestle with a little bit. Yeah. At least we are, we know literally where in the world we are this episode. Yeah. Because it is Los, Los Angeles Cougars. Yeah. And um, we see the uh, Los Angeles Coliseum. Yeah, which they actually are there, but that's an easy get because right. you probably just drove down the street. Because uh, once again, they're in Burbank. Um, <laughs> uh, but where all of the locations in this episode are relative to other locations, yeah, that I'm a little unclear. Well, of. the thing I can't figure out either is the psychologist working for the football team. I believe so. Okay, I think. What I've been able to piece together is, so there are three primary locations that we see. Yeah. There's the football field itself, yeah. which mostly consists of wide stock footage yeah. yeah, and really tight close-ups on people's faces so we can't see that it's all stock footage. Right. A specific hallway with a trophy case in it, yeah. and that hallway is attached to the doctor's office at a certain point as well. Right. But that hallway is also connected to the locker room and the football stadium. So I think it's all part of the same complex. I, th- I think so, yeah. It's got to be. Where the practice field is, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, that's a whole different or matter. Or where Toby's house is. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. And where's Banner living? Unknown. I'm assuming he got a very reason- reasonably priced apartment because according to the uh, very special episode, he's able to just get those. <laughs> With nice, fully furnished. Like, yeah. Yeah. Very lived in, very homey. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes to Dodger Stewart's office and says, "I'm really worried about. Uh, I really, or I'm really interested in your research, and I think I've got the perfect candidate for you, which is this guy John Toby." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "That's great, but do you think he'd come along?" He's like, "I can convince him." Mm-hmm. And specifically, Banner wants to sit in on the sessions. Yeah, which is. Totally insane. Yeah, it's fine. But this, he, t- he talks. This a psychologist good- <laughs> would be like, yeah, you can sit down and wa- watch me psychotherapize these whack jobs. But he talks a good game because he knows all this stuff about aggressive behavior research, mm-hmm. including the work of one Dr. Banner. Yeah. Um, I like when the other the the doctor in this episode starts quoting banner at mm-hmm. him and the look on bixby's face is just like yeah i know yeah because he says oh you're f-, he's like i'm familiar with dr banner's work <laughs> they've done this a couple times yeah. where he's dealt with science people who know and he's like i'm aware <laughs> and i love that none of these scientists have ever seen a photo of no, Dr. Banner. no never <laughs> we've talked about that like yeah the internet doesn't exist but like at the back of a book or an article they probably would have printed a photo scientific of american yeah something yeah some kind of journal yeah nope because these are also people who haven't like casually read his work but have really studied his work because specifically this guy is looking for the release of strength that 
athletes can access when they also access moments of aggression. So, th- so he's almost like in perfect line with what Banner is researching. Yeah. He would be very much a contemporary of his. Yes, absolutely. If anything, it's the, quite possible they would have met already. At some kind of co- scientific conference yeah. or something. Right. Because if you're doing such similar research to someone, mm-hmm. you would think you would be very aware of what they're up to. In the same state. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like That's they, true. They did not exist far apart from no. one another. And yet they never spoke. <laughs> Banner has only just now become aware of it. Yep. Oh, boy. Anyway... <laughs> Let's not think through We got to move along on that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So then he's hanging out at Toby's house. Yeah, because he's that kind of friends with him. And this is where we meet um, another of the football players who are hanging out with Toby and Banner. Uh, Who is that? That's... Is that Uh, Wyatt Johnson? Is Tony Bowers? Sure. I don't think we ever get this guy's name. (laughs) I I thought of him the whole episode as not O.J. Simpson. Mm Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, he has that sort of look about him. That yeah, like, which at the time would have been a good thing, especially yes. for this episode about football. Yeah, it exactly. is good to be OJ. Yeah, <laughs> this is when he was just that famous football player, OJ Simpson. Well, that's kind of why I went there. Yeah. It was just like they that was probably someone they were casting for an OJ type. Yeah, yeah. Which saying that has aged really poorly. Right, but well, now you're looking like so a murderer. <laughs> And based on this guy's actions later in the episode... Kind of turns into modern-day OJ. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's hanging out there. And Toby's got in his apartment this big, like, diorama, would you say? I mean... I know this is going to be a reference that sort of goes over your head, John. Mm-hmm. But it very much reminds me of, like, the, the map terrain one uses to play the game Warhammer 40K. Yeah. Or any of those other, like tactical miniatures game and all of those really did evolve from old style war gaming which mm-hmm. is what we see him messing with it's these little um i believe they're revolutionary soldier or civil yeah. war soldier figurines yeah. on this big terrain map that he's yeah. got built yeah but i mean it looks like it also looks like to me like people um historians make these things and have these kind of things as well though sure um, um i just bring up all of the gaming stuff because we see them playing it later in the episode. That's what surprised me later on. In this, it doesn't seem like that. Then later, it becomes a game. I assumed it was a game right from mm. the get-go, but that may be just my own biases. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he's, he's got this, um, and I, I don't fully get the metaphor of this thing. Oh, yeah, I don't... I understand that it obviously means something, but it doesn't really so to skip land. Ar- to, to skip around a little bit, because I don't want to f- want to focus on the soldier, like the little toy soldier thing here. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really mean anything. But it's, it's but over the course it, of the episode, we get spotlight. We see him introduced to it in this sequence. Yeah. In a later scene, Banner's admiring them and how realistic they look. And, a, and and Toby's painting them himself. He has painted them himself, but yeah. it takes him a little while to do it. As a he talks about his dad was able to like bust one of these things out in a day. Yeah. But it takes him a few days to make paint one up and look good. Right. Later on, after we see Toby's mental state deteriorate a little bit, which we'll get into, we see him gather up these toy soldiers, bring them to the football field, and mock out a football game with them mm-hmm. as he's completely losing it. And then he crushes one in his hand. And he crushes one in his hand. And then at the very end, we see him and Banner playing this little war game yeah. and him having successfully beat Banner by using these soldiers to their greatest effect. I think it's a metaphor for him overcoming his father issues. 
because his father is linked with these little. I mean, toy why fingers. not? But like, it doesn't really. That's not greatly expressed. It doesn't really land. Well, because the first sequence is him expressing that he hasn't. He doesn't have full mastery over this thing. Mm. The second season. The second sequence is him overcome with rage and mm-hmm. destroying those mm-hmm. things. And then the last sequence is him using them to their fullest effect. Right. So. Yeah, look, this is my English major yeah, coming yeah, out yeah, right yeah. now. It, it, it works a little <laughs> bit, but not. No, it's not super well thought out, and I don't. I don't think it has. And much we've impact. talked about it now, so let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, he's there at, uh, at at Toby's apartment. We also meet Toby's wife, mm-hmm. uh, who we should mention is uh, Barbara Lee as June Toby, mm-hmm. um, who's serving pie. Yeah, because they've just had dinner, and now they're. S- Sitting down in the den, playing with little toy soldiers, and um, his uh, Toby's friend again. I'm completely blanking on the guy's name because I don't think they ever say it. Uh, Tony. Tony. Tony Bowers is reading the National Register, that most uh, foul of papers. Yes, and is saying that oh, the sports columnist here is really saying that uh, Toby's kicking up the notch when it comes to violence and playing dirty. Mm-hmm. And that not only is he an aggressive player, he's a dirty player. Yeah. And that definitely like sets off not only Toby but his wife goes, yeah. oh, I never, and then storms out of the yeah. room. And then uh, Banner follows her. And then in one of my favorite scenes, she apologizes for having an emotional expression. <laughs> I'm sorry I expressed my emotions in such a way. That paints a picture of their marriage. At first I had misinterpreted it, and I was like, I'm sorry for expressing my opinions that way. I thought implying that she had written the article. (laughs) That would be fucking crazy, and I love it. Right. but I don't care for the way my husband plays (laughs) clickety-clack. No, this was her being a woman and not being allowed to express herself. Like I said, definitely paints a picture of their marriage that's not uh, not great, but also not surprising based on his behavior in every other part of the episode. Yeah. Because this dude is unhinged. Because every time somebody brings up the fact that he is maybe being a little too aggressive or a little too... Uh, playing dirty. Mm. He's just like, uh, wh- what are you talking about? It's just a game, guys. We-, we can all have fun around the game. Maybe I'm breaking your ribs or your legs or your yeah. face, but we're all just having fun, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. Everyone around him is like, well, you could crank it down maybe one or two notches and we'd all be having a better time. But here's the thing that's also interesting. He's also, according to the sportscaster we see, his aggressive behavior has single-handedly gotten them to the playoffs. Yes, because as Which we discover, the Los Angeles Cougars yeah. are like moving towards the playoffs. Yes, and are just a few games away. Right, games against such teams as the Memphis Thingamajigs and yes, the Memphis somebodies <laughs> and the uh, Portland Maine Homebodies yeah, and yeah. all the other teams that we're not allowed to actually use the real versions of. But then it's crazy because in the stock footage, they are the real versions of those teams. But they never say those names. No, they never do. But if you know even even cursory knowledge of football, <laughs> these are very recognizable uh, team logos and such. Sure. Um, so anyway, uh, how does Banner convince him to go to the... Because we end up with him going to the psychologist. Um, see, I was in the impression that he was already going to the psychologist, but Banner was just sitting in on a session. Hmm. Because we can already see that uh, Toby's been getting more aggressive, so he's already been. Mm. This is what was confusing to me was that was just Banner just wanted to sit in on it. Okay. Yeah, I believe that was the case. Okay. Okay. 
So anyway, we, we see one of these sessions. He's watching uh, through a two-way mirror. Yes. Um, and uh, it, we see Toby sitting down, his eyes closed, heavily implying that he's been hypnotized. Yeah, I don't want to besmirch Denny Miller's acting ability. I but, do. But my He God. has two settings. It, Jovial big guy, a la Little John, and <laughs> psychopath. Because we, we immediately cut to this thing where he's he's pounding his fist on the armrest of a chair, going, mm-hmm. cheater, cheater, cheater. Because as we'll learn as the episode goes on is, and even in this scene, the therapist is helping him access memories of his first big aggressive moment that he can remember in his life yeah. and using that core of emotion to fuel his on the field responses. Right, right. He's and taking him back in time to when he was little John Toby. But but that might have some dire consequences as we move forward. Well, yes, cuz cuz he's they're not he's he's bringing up these emotions but he's not helping him overcome them necessarily. Precisely. Um, There's also some misunderstandings from the therapist angle about what is actually being described in these memories. Because what he's what he's talking about in the memories is a game of touch football mm-hmm. where he felt the quarterback had cheated and he attacked said quarterback. But his father stopped him from attacking that quarterback. Right, right. And so he has some issues both with his father and with the fact that he was forced to shake hands and make good with someone he felt had wronged him. Right. And that was his first like childhood memory of pure aggression and rage. Right. And so it started his uh, unending bloodlust for specifically quarterbacks. Yes. <laughs> he, do- it's, he doesn't have a problem with anybody else that we see. It is uh, just quarterbacks that he wants to, that he wants to murder. You're correct, actually. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it's now. only quarterbacks. Because even Banner later in the episode is like, he might kill a person. A quarterback, quarterback. specifically a quarterback, because they're people too. He is—they're not gods, as much as we want to think them. No matter what Tom Brady tells you, he's not a god. Look, we all know Tom Brady's not the god. Belichick's the god in this scenario. (laughs) Just scowling on the sidelines. He is the angry Zeus on the mountainside. What an angry man! Um, He, uh, but uh, uh, yeah. So we we see this, and they they chit-chat about it, uh, the the doctor and Banner. Uh, there's a lot of just boring discussion of psychology and the ethics of psychotherapy in this episode. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm having I'm, trouble... I'm cool with if it had actually gone anywhere. Yeah, if anything, this is maybe an anti-therapy episode. Yeah, a little it's, bit, it's because... It's definitely like, it can be dangerous. The lesson I took away from this was definitely that... Oh, this therapist unlocked something that shouldn't have been unlocked. Right. If not for this therapy, this guy would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe retired sooner. Don't examine your traumas, people. <laughs> it's not worth it. Don't unlock the boxes within your soul. Mm-hmm. No. No, it's not worth overcoming. Just push them down. <laughs> Just keep ignore, on tamping. Ignore them. That won't have any negative consequences. No. So I'm having trouble trying to remember the, the order of the episodes. Uh, well, because because eventually, what, what banner the order of the episode? Because there's so much just boring shit in here. Um, well, unfortunately, it bounces back and forth between boring psychological mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah, I'm assuming that's grounded in somebody reading up on a psychological journal that week. Sure, yeah, which is why the writers made this episode. Yeah, and they're like, oh, perfect. There's a, there, there's one. There's one. But it bounces back and forth between that and stock footage of football games because the vast majority of the middle of this episode yeah. is. 
a montage of the Los Angeles Cougars and what I love winning games. They put a big C on their helmets for Cougars so they can use specifically footage of the Chicago Bears that have a big C for Chicago on their helmets uh-huh. uh, throughout the episode. And we looked it up. Uh, John Toby is number 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the footage has to be somebody number 51 mm-hmm. tackling quarterbacks. That is specifically uh, Chicago Bears legend Dick Butkus, mm. um, who's also become um, a legendary sportscaster as well. Right. But uh, so, uh, and I guess who was kind of a brutal player based on this footage. Um, I, I mean, I guess we see a lot of footage of him as a defensive player sacking quarterbacks and like yeah. tearing through offensive lines. Yeah. Which what we don't what we don't see in that footage though, and what is happening here is he this guy's going to bum beyond. He's frequently attacking quarterbacks after the whistle's been blown, after the play is over. Well, because that's the big inciting incident in the middle of this yeah. is near the end of this montage, we see that Toby has been getting more and more aggressive mm-hmm. as he's playing. We also get some shots of concerned banner during this montage. Mm-hmm. Mm. As, as well as concerned shots of uh, June Toby in the yeah, fields with a, a hand slightly over her mouth and a concerned look on yeah, her face. Yeah. And eventually it ends with they're playing the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it, I think it's the Green Bay Packers. Who it I mean, it's actually the Green Bay Packers, yeah. but I'm sure it's like the... Uh, like St. Arbor <laughs> Nor'easters or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Missoula Sharks. Yeah, sure, I mean, like, exactly. I don't know. Um, it's somebody, it's some random team that doesn't but exist. It is during a play in which the quarterback has already thrown the ball, the like play is basically over, and Toby comes out of fucking nowhere and just drills this guy. Yeah, yeah. And it, we find out later it ended with him just shattering his leg. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. So that's not only that is legitimately a penalty called roughing the passer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also pretty sure this gets you suspended. The, yeah, this, we know fact, it got we know it got him kicked out of this particular game. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure there would be league. I mean, the fact not only the fact that he hit him, but he shattered his leg. Yeah, like that's so violent, mm-hmm. so intentional. Mm-hmm. I think that gets you banned for at least a few games. But what we see right after this, and this is the 70s, so who knows? Maybe <laughs> it's just like, oh well, boys will be boys. <laughs> You know them football fellas. <laughs> sure can get too rough. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but that- we immediately see Toby in the locker room after this, mm-hmm. and him going like, uh, clearly having some kind of regression to like saying he cheated, he cheated, he was past the line of scrimmage, he was like yeah. cheating, he shouldn't, right, they right. don't deserve to win. So he's clearly remembering something that's not happening. Mm-hmm. And Banner walks in on this and just like, okay, this guy has clearly lost it. Yeah, uh, and by the way, that. Uh, I love the name of the quarterback that gets his leg broken, which is Kermit Connolly. Is the name of the player. Yeah. Uh, Pat, great name actually for the actor, Pat Studstill. Oh, that's not a real name. <laughs> that's not a real name. That's a porn name, and he somehow found his way into this episode of The Incredible Hall. Pat Studstill <laughs> plays Kermit Connolly here. Because um, we'll see him later when he uh, has a, a broken leg. Because, yeah, now Banner goes back to the therapist and saying, like, look, I'm seeing some crazy behavior from this guy. We need to pull him out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when we learn that the therapist is sort of like, no, we can't do that. I'm helping this guy out. I've seen nothing wrong with him. Mm-hmm. Banner also talks with June Toby, and she says, yeah, I've talked to the therapist, too. He's not going to do anything. Yeah. So uh, Banner finally confronts this guy. Well, yeah, but two other people also hear Banner trying to convince the psychologist to pull him from the game. That's true. Which is our our, our old buddy, 
who I have to look up too because it doesn't fucking matter. Tony Bowers, mm-hmm. and then. Oh, random mustache number four. This guy just comes out of nowhere. Frank, I think it's Frank Orsati is Kurt Donahue. Sure, why not? It doesn't matter. He's just random football player number three. <laughs> yeah, because they bring him in, and it's almost like I, I did kind of think, am I supposed to know this guy? Yeah. Because we saw the other guy established, but this guy's not. Because we saw that uh, these two other football players were sitting outside of the therapist's office when yeah. Banner was in there trying to convince him to pull Toby from the, yeah. the squad. Yeah, and they can hear everything oh clearly yeah they don't even need banner mm. super hearing pretending to read their magazines in the <laughs> waiting room and mm. they're just exchanging like dirty looks with each other as they look through the doorway oh well we're gonna have to kill this guy which is by the way <laughs> these two are so evil and yeah so it, that's not what the episode's about no like they're not the villains of the episode <laughs> they don't really get any comeuppance no <laughs> I mean, they do get their come up a little bit, they get but, the shit but like out of them. they they face no real penalty for this, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, he does. He, Banner does confront Toby about it. Yeah, and he says, "Well, because Toby wants to goes to go visit the quarterback whose leg he shattered, Kermit Connolly, in the hospital. Pat Studstill. <laughs> Pat Stud. That's not a real name. That's one. Of the, oh my god, that's so I got, much. I gotta look. This, not a real name. I gotta look this guy up now. Pat Studstill. Come on. I gotta look him up. Pat. Prove me wrong. Please say this is his given name, and that's like Pat Studstill. Here we go. It's an ancient Greek name that <laughs> I don't know about. He was born in uh, Louisiana as Patrick Louis Studstill Jr. Wow, that's his legal name. Okay, that's on his birth certificate. Okay. There. I don't. I still don't believe it. <laughs> Patrick Lewis. He was a real football here. player. He played wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, uh, Los Angeles Rams, and the New England Patriots. No, oh. he was long retired at this point, though. Yeah, because and he looks it because <laughs> because he was. Let's see, he was forty in this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. You're not generally forty in playing football, let alone a quarterback. Yeah. Um. Despite what Tom Brady might tell you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Message this episode. Don't listen to Tom Brady, kids. One hundred percent. He can't be trusted. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, Toby comes up to this guy with like a little gift wrap present, which I love. I love that it's wrapped, and he's trying to mend bridges and like, look, I'm sorry, I hit you. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, dude, you hit me after the play. You <laughs> shattered my leg. Fuck you. Get out of here. Yeah, which is a fair reaction, I yeah, think. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and then he gets real mad and Toby then does gets, nothing. Yeah, Toby gets all like, like, why would you say that? And then yeah. just like walks away. Yeah. which cause, But the music made it seem like, oh, he's going to hit him again. I thought he was. Yeah, no. I thought he was going to tip this guy out of his wheelchair. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> which would have been fucking aggressive as hell. <laughs> He just pushes him down a hill or something. <laughs> I don't know about that. I thought he was just gonna like spill him out of his wheelchair, not push like, him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, he's. They're <laughs> gonna push him down an elevator shaft onto some bullets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so then, the, the, the other two football players do not take kindly to Banner wanting to pull their star player right. from the team when they're in the playoffs. So, well, Banner's in the locker room cleaning up towels, like, apparently is his yeah, job. Yeah, because he, he's also still kind of a janitor. <laughs> he can't not be. Because it's very similar to the boxing thing, where it's like, oh, yeah, you can tape people up, but you're also going to have to clean up a little bit. Uh-huh. 
Is that what uh, uh, like assistant medical professionals on the sidelines do? I don't think do so. They also, I mean, I'd be curious to find out. I thought there were like people paid to clean up the locker yeah, rooms. Yeah, I think there are. Clean yeah. up the locker rooms and you know apply medical treatment to the players. No, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> look, we're trying to cut costs here at the Los Angeles Cougars. Could I you mean, maybe pick up some towels? Look, while John, you're there's here? a reason they're not a team anymore. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. They don't exist anymore. <laughs> They did for a brief window of time in 1978. Yeah, for like one week in 1978, they existed. Um, <laughs> and they made the playoffs, though. So you got to give them that. Um, so they, they're like, hey, we heard you in the doctor's office trying to get John Toby taken off the team. Well, well, uh, Tony is saying that as velour shirt guy. Um, no, no, no. Tony is velour shirt guy. No, no, no. Wait. Velour shirt guy is... Wait a minute. No, Tony is Velour shirt guy. Is he? Yeah. Then who's uh, not OJ? That's that's Tony. That's Tony. He's not wearing a Velour shirt. The guy that, behind him was. Isn't he wearing the... Oh, no, the other guy's He's wearing, wearing like a fancy silk shirt. That's right. He's wearing the silk shirt. Yeah. And the uh, mustache Velour shirt behind him... He's got him the Velour shirt. Yeah, that's right. Is, they he, both have hideous shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, the, it's clearly the 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the deepest of Vs. Uh, oh, this is some Luke Cage level of deep V-necks yeah, on both of them. yeah. Uh, well, he's yeah, he's he's wrapping up a towel, just in the most high school it's jock move. They are high school bullies. Yeah, velour shirt guy whips the towel and goes, "Oh wow, that could hurt somebody." And I want Baron to be like, "Hey, come on, we're not sixteen, you fucking <laughs> dummies. What do you want?" Like, yeah, this is this is now assault. Basically, they're both like, "Oh, we heard you trying to shuffle off our boy Toby. You know what that means." Fucking rat tails for days, and they start whipping him. And he's like, stop that. <laughs> he doesn't walk away. He's just like, hey, hey, knock it off. And they like whip him a few times, and he's backing up. And <laughs> then they they open up a door, which turns out to be a steam room. Yes. And they kick him into the steam room, close the door, yeah. and then crank that shit up to 11. Oh, yeah. Because their plan is to, what, steam him to death? They're going to boil him. <laughs> Trying to boil Banner. This is a murder attempt. (laughs) Yeah. No. This is this is the classic Incredible Hulk. Bad guy jumped to murder. Bad guy jumped to murder. He's trying to. He (laughs) all he did. He asked the psychologist to to take him off the team. The psychologist subsequently refused very loudly. And then they're like, "That's it. We got to kill this guy." Well, because then they also. Presumably, I don't know how, used our psychic football powers to find out that he was trying to personally convince Toby to step yeah. down. Yeah. I don't know. And so for that, he must die. Yeah, for that, he must be boiled uh, to death. Put into a steam room until his skin sloughs off his bones. <laughs> we uh, we call it the lobster murder. Um, but uh, we see the temperature gauge. They crank it up to like 300. Three yeah, something like that. 300 is the ga- that. Why would it go that high? <laughs> You know, you can you can do 300 for like a minute, and then come out and be like, "Ooh, okay, that's all the sweat yeah. I'm going to do today." Yeah, that's 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 the efficient way to be in a steam room. Yeah, <laughs> one minute's taken care of. <laughs> you stay in any longer, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you see the gauge go up to 300, uh-huh. and you're like, "Oh my god, why would they even build it like that?" So they're chuckling to each other, and then they hear some noises coming from the steam this room. This is the other sick part of it. They stay to wait and make sure he's dead. Like they want to watch him boil. <laughs> I don't know if their plan was actually like no, they never say let's kill this fucker <laughs> as they would say on tv at the time <laughs> yeah that was cool for cbs on like a tuesday night um uh well 
let's say they they maybe aren't thinking of the consequences of just absent like like haphazardly cranking the thing to full. I think their plan at this point was to like okay, let's make him sweat for a little bit and then let him out. Yeah. But that's oh, not shit, what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what would have happened <laughs> had Banner not hulked out in the yeah. scenario. Yeah. Because you get it, it's, there's a glass window into the steam room, and all of a sudden, it's just the green chest of Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. And then he slowly lowers his face down, and they're like, and this like manic, gleeful yeah, smile. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I actually like this this shot. This this Hulk definitely reminded me for a few brief moments of like very uh, early Kirby yeah. drawings of the Hulk yeah. with just like the shadows on the brow and the yeah. big wide grin. I actually think this is one of the best looks of the Hulk we've mm. seen. Just just his, and, and also the way he deals with this. is like, this, yeah. th- this is a Hulk who's like, oh, you fuck now. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool to see. Oh, Lord, he coming. <laughs> Here come the Hulk. Um and uh, because he actually does a pretty sweet move here is the two goons, football goons are standing outside this door looking through this glass window. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then two hands just burst through the bottom mm-hmm. of the door, grab both of their belts. Yeah. Which initially I thought he was grabbing them by the balls. Yeah. For like half a beat. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, these guys aren't having kids. No, no. <laughs> That's it, too. He just lets him go with that. He's like, oh, yeah. No, because they're just like, <laughs> yeah, no, they're. They need serious medical attention. Their testicles are dust now. Oh, they're popped like grapes. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, so he grabs them by the belt, pulls them into the door, like all the way up against them, and you see their faces hit the glass. Mm-hmm. Then he bursts the door off its hinges. And holding the two goons... So basically, there's a, a door sandwich here where yeah. the goons and the Hulk are the bread. And like a big, thick, metal, like almost industrial door. Oh, yeah, because it's like a sealed door for yeah. a steam room. Right. And then he walks forward and hurls the door forward so that it slams into the two goons on the floor. Mm-hmm. It was actually a pretty dope move. Yeah. And maybe should have done more damage to them than. Oh, yeah, because then they immediately get back up. Because <laughs> that door would be heavy as fuck. Like. <laughs> Not to mention being thrown across the room yeah. with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there'd be some serious internal injuries here. Yeah. Um,. So they they get up. One of them grabs a football helmet as a weapon. Which, as weapons go, if you're looking for a big blunt intr- instrument to get a good like swing at somebody, yeah. football helmet's not the worst. But this is pretty badass because Hulk just hits it and it shatters. Well, because as he's swinging the football helmet in, because he's got it grabbed by the face mask, yeah. and he's swinging in the big helmet part at the Hulk, and the Hulk just throws up a hand and then the... Helmet shatters against the whole so hand. cool, and it was just like, Oh, shit. that is what you want to see. And it's really only Tony that is fighting him. The other guy has chosen to just jump up on one of the benches <laughs> of the locker room uh-huh. and just cower in fear. Uh huh. I was really wanting Velour Short Guy to try to towel whip the Hulk. I wanted it so bad, and the Hulk just catches the towel or something, yeah, yeah. or just like it does nothing. <sighs> Yeah, like, and then you just get like a slow turn from the Hulk. And uh-huh. It's like, oh. <laughs> Actually, Tony has a great one of my favorite reactions to the Hulk. Like, the look on his face is just mm. like, what? Because then he tries to do a dance around a pillar to get a pillar between himself and the Hulk. Which Ferrigno, Ferrigno, I think this is one of the best Ferrigno scenes. Like, the look he gives every time he's on the other side of the Yeah, pillar. he's like leaning to one uh, side and goes, uh, and then uh, leans around. Uh. Yeah. And like, then this is a Hulk who's toying with these men. 
I mean, more this, so than we've normally seen. Again, this is uh, like bringing me back to Kirby era Hulk, yeah. where it's just like the Hulk had a sort of malicious intelligence. Oh, yeah. Or even the current, like, uh, Alan Ewing stuff, which is the immortal uh, de- Hulk. Definitely trying to harken back to that. Yeah, absolutely. But that's definitely that same thing where it's like, oh, oh, oh bad guys. Yeah. You know? Um, and and that this is definitely that. And I really enjoyed this. I'd like to see more of this kind of stuff. Um, because his inevitable conclusion is just to smash through the pillar, yeah. which was pretty awesome. It just, br- just snaps in half. It was like the shooting of it is funky and didn't yeah. make it look as cool as it could have yeah, been. Yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's a little slower than it should be. Too close. Yeah. Like if it was a nice wide shot of him just decking through the panel. Yeah, they, they often undercut how cool what the Hulk is doing is mm-hmm. by the way they shoot or edit it. Because this is going to happen again. So they're they're out. Those guys are done now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there they go. Um, and then the Hulk stops for a moment and sees himself in a full-length mirror and doesn't like what he sees, and he smashes the mirror with a locker. I don't understand what the metaphor here was, but you know, No, whatever. I don't I don't get it. Because it, it, it doesn't really play into the themes of the episode or... I I mean the uh, what I th- my again here's some like it's the it's the psych one oh one bullshit it, the, here the, the, the ability to recognize oneself as yeah, a monster yeah, yeah. which the yeah. football player is unable to do yeah but that they, once again they don't bring that in for a landing at all you no know, they absolutely they, not they don't pay it off it's all just like so much of this show is like that where it's like oh, you had an idea mm-hmm. you just didn't do anything with it no um, and so that's very much what's going on here and so yeah he throws it and shatters and we're at an act break at that point yeah and then we cut back to the same locker room in the aftermath yes I do, I do kind of like these guys being like he was right here coach yeah and the coach being like look you get him signed onto a contract and then we'll talk <laughs> he was 290 and not an ounce of fat on him like <laughs> Uh, and green. Right. Oh, so he's playing for the Packers then? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. We also, in this, uh, first introduced to the hat and jacket that the coach are wearing, which are clearly just hat and jacket where they've slapped a sticker of a cougar face on both of them. <laughs> which, like, the slightly peeling on the right. hat was what got me. Like, like seconds before they rolled. They were uh-huh. like, hang on. <laughs> there we go. We're let's, good. Let's not iron on a patch or anything. No, no we need no. S- stickers. <laughs> There we go. What can so, we make at Kinko's? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to argue if they even made them. I think these went out and bought cougar stickers. <laughs> like, it wasn't a specific enough design, yeah. really, that it could have just been any... You could find that cougar sticker. Oh, yeah. I You're probably right. Yeah, and so, the, yeah, this show didn't give a fuck. Actually, I don't know, because there are some bits later during the, fo- the final football game that mm-hmm. made me question that, like, I think they might have actually put some effort into this. Well, we'll talk about a like helmet for the s- other team. Slipshod and really weird yeah, yeah, effort, yeah. but effort nonetheless. Well, it's not a complete... They haven't completely given up on the show, but there's definitely a, like, I don't know, man, we just got to finish this sure, attitude. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so they, they well, do my, that. My favorite part of this is Banner's in this locker room the whole time, sweeping up for some reason, because yeah. he's the one in charge of collateral damage from the Hulk. Well, because he's also kind of the janitor. <laughs> He can't not be a janitor. <laughs> no, it's just it's his destiny to be a janitor. Yeah, to do, to do he's got to do custodial work no matter what. He feels the need to clean up after the Hulk, I guess. Ban- banners sweeping up, and and we talked about this. What did what do these two? What is their current theory on what happened? Because yeah, what the what the football goons saw was. They pushed Banner into the steam room. Yeah. They held it there for a solid eh, 45 seconds. Yeah. They heard some weird noises coming from inside. Yeah. They look inside, and they just see this big green guy looking back (laughs) at them. Right. What 
was the green guy already there? Did he eat Banner? <laughs> uh, that's always my theory, is that they assume that Banner went first. <laughs> well, obviously, the big green guy got that little nerd. Yeah. He's dead. That's a given. <laughs> now he's after us. But then they see Banner later, so I can only assume they think either the Hulk like puked him back out. Or... They're in cahoots. Or they're in cahoots. <laughs> there's no possible way that Banner could be the big green right. guy. No, 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 no. That's crazy. He's, not a, like there's he's a, a little nerd. It's not like there's a national newspaper reporting on the movements of this green <laughs> Goliath or anything. Honestly, it would take such little effort to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, click. Like, <laughs> because like you, the description of Banner would be around, and then the Hulk, and they always mm, would kind of match up. That, that's the thing. Is like I don't know if the description of Banner would be around. You Banner's so? movements are like subtle enough that he's not necessarily involved in the Hulk's goings on. But time and if McGee keeps going to these places, right? Oh, there's no excuse for McGee. (laughs) Sorry. That's that's what I mean. It's McGee specifically that he hasn't figured it out. Oh yeah. No, the the fact that McGee hasn't figured this out is absurd. (laughs) Because every time he goes anywhere, they're like, yeah. And then this guy, David was here and he's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. So he could at least, oh yeah, you should. And then that, and then that should be in the paper. Yeah. Um, I think the Hulk's name is David. Uh, <laughs> that's why he shouldn't be using the same first name. Uh-huh. But it doesn't matter because the guy pursuing him, I guess, is a moron. Um, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, not in this episode, by the way. Not even mentioned in this episode. Just the National Register. Which yeah. I felt great about. <laughs> this episode, this show doesn't give a shit about that character. This episode was McGee free. Mm-hmm. And I was fine with it. The only part I got him in was the freaking title cards well we'll get to what the episode next week is but uh oh, don't boy. get too comfortable Strap in the mcgillis world okay. let's just say that i um, got a breath of fresh air yeah um so uh, let's see what so what's going on here this is where i'm losing the episode in my head oh because at this point uh the we're moving to the championship so we get a little yeah. bit more of the montage yeah um, and not the what was, was this a conference championship? It's not the Super Bowl. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> None of these teams are real. <laughs> this is a fantasy world. Yeah, no, he's going up against the the Vancouver Lumberjacks <laughs> next round. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we actually get is um, footage of the Indianapolis Colts, but when it's the real footage, it's it's the blue and white of the Colts helmet with like the. Longhorns logo yeah, on it. Yeah, it's a weird but the fact that it intercuts so much and they're different logos, you're yeah, just like this it's very jarring. This doesn't work at all. Because the NFL obviously did not sign off on this episode. They bought stock footage from the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. But did not get permission to recreate their logos and such. I want to meet the intern who had to watch through all that stock footage to try to find the player number that they could associate with the person that they had. And then having that person coordinate with the props department to try to find the right colored jerseys for everybody. What I like is that there's no name on the jersey. No, there wouldn't be. Not in the NFL. No. (laughs) Never. Never. Um. So uh, let's see. So yes, it's it's the championship game and Banner. Oh uh, well, somehow Banner gets fired. How does Banner get fired? Well, Banner Banner gets fired for different reasons. Because first he goes to try to uh, talk to the therapist again. Yes, he gets shot down again. Yes, and then he is out in the little uh, hallway of trophies and yeah. he sees a picture. Oh, this is of it. This is because he's got to put together what's going on. Yeah, he finds the picture of the young Toby. 
which um, which was pointed out earlier, where Toby says, "Look, that's me," mm-hmm. and, and he, it's 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 the craziest photo of a child. It is he's he's got murderous <laughs> rage in his eyes. It's a young Toby like leaping towards the camera in a like savage wild child <laughs> pose, right? But and we then, find out that's only half the photo, right? Because Banner pulls it out, opens it up. The other side of the photo, his father. Because it turns out it's actually a photo folded in half. Yep. And the full photo is this horribly crazed child attempting to leap and murder his father. Who's throwing a football, you know, like a quarterback. And he flips it around, and there's a a, a little note on the back that says, like, that records when the photo was taken. Right, and specifically it was at a, a, is it Boy Scout or? Some kind of scout-oriented, like, uh, parent-child football game. So it was the kids (laughs) against the... Parents in a touch football game. So, let me let me unpack this. Yes, in Toby's mind, uh huh, he is reliving the moment his father cheated yes. in a friendly game of touch football. Yes, this led to him wanting to murder his father. Yes, that can't be enough to warrant that. That that's not the full explanation. Toby's got other issues. That's not enough. That's not a valid reason to want to murder your parent. The only explanation I have. I'm just, I'm just saying, like that 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 may, that may be the thing that, that made him explode. It may have been the stressor, sure. But he's obviously got some underlying rage and violence issues. Well, and we do get some sequences that indicate that um, he wasn't allowed to express his anger at his father because of his father's insistence of just like, no, you have to treat uh, people who beat you with respect, even if you think they cheated. Yeah, and which no matter, is valid advice. Which is valid. I mean, there's a debate there to be had. Right, but also in the photo of the young child, he's not about to have a have some words with his father. He's about to murder him. Sure, but the Th- there's definitely a discussion to be had about healthy expressions of rage. Right, but the idea is that the father never allowed the child yeah. to express that anger in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Sure. So it was repressed to such an extent that it became this powder keg. That now he's basically a serial killer of quarterbacks. <laughs> The reason being, though, on his way to. is because the therapist keeps having him relive that moment over yeah. and over yeah, and this, over again. This does seem like a bad therapist, and that oh, he's yeah, 100%. exclusively focused on a single moment from his past to let him like tap into that core of anger to access his yeah. greater rage powers. But he doesn't then go, "Oh, your father didn't allow you to express your rage. Let's talk about that." He's no. just like, well, "No, remember that it happened." He actually explicitly says why because. Uh, Toby is not a patient. He is part of this like rage study that they're a part of. He says, like, no, I'm just experimenting on this guy. He's not my patient. So this guy <laughs> This guy needs to go to jail. Oh, yeah, 100%. Bad doctor. Bad doctor. Uh, at the very least, he's losing his license. By I the mean, end he's of no boat explosion bad doctor, but... No, Dr. Fiendy is by far <laughs> the worst doctor we've seen. He's a murder doctor. Yeah, well, yeah, he just... he Oh, he wanted to murder so bad. <laughs> oh, so bad. God, he wanted to murder. He was just itching for the chance. Uh-huh. Um, so this guy's not murdering uh, Just directly. a murderer looking for motive. Um, yeah, yeah, he's not. So, uh... Uh, but that get that's is that what gets Banner fired? What gets Banner well, fired? What gets Banner fired is Banner doesn't show up before the game starts. Right before the big championship game, Banner was supposed to be there to get make sure all the uh, like footballs got signed by the team for after the that's fact. That's right, and they're like, it's "Fuck that reason. guy!" Yeah, he's not allowed here anymore. Well, if he can't show up early enough to get all the balls signed. Then he did show up early though, and then where did he go? He went to talk to the psychologist. Which because is in the same call, facility. He calls. He calls um, Toby's wife. He calls June, but they're not home. Well, he calls her before. When does he? 
Because he does call her at one point. He says, I'm at the stadium and nobody's here yet. Yeah, that's before the game starts. Right. Um, but then he uh, goes to talk to, goes to get the picture, goes to talk to the therapist. Right. Then he tries to call her again, and they've already left for right. the stadium. So it's, oh, no, it's too late. Where's that towboy slash janitor, janitor slash, slash medic? Yeah. <laughs> Who was supposed to get these footballs signed? <laughs> A whole other job we gave him. <laughs> we gave this guy five jobs. So then, uh-oh, Toby's going to be in the, in the championship game, but he's got these unresolved father issues, and it's going to lead to murder. Yeah. Probably. Because, Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, definitely. Based on the scene where the coach is talking to him before the game, and he's staring ahead with murderous intent as he just keeps wrapping tape around his hand. Yeah, no, Toby is... <laughs> at, we Something we haven't really focused on is the slow descent into madness we've seen him go through over yeah, the course of the yeah. episode. Because... It's not that interesting, honestly, and no. it's pretty much just repeats of that first scene we've seen of him, also, him in therapy. Also, slow descent into madness greatly overstates the idea that there's any subtlety or levels to this oh, performance. Like I said, there are two like it's facets actually, to the performance. It's basically... It's basically just a violent shifting between totally sane and completely insane <laughs> before it just fully levels into insane. Yeah, because, yeah, by the end, during it's the... It's not like he plays, like, I'm slowly getting crazier. No. He's just a psycho, then he's not, then he just fully is a psycho. Right, because, yeah, when we finally f- catch up to him at the uh, this f- beginning of the championship yeah. game... he's gone mentally. He's, he's totally gone, not only inside the game, but also outside the yeah. game. Because as before, he would, he would lose it inside the game yeah. and be a rage monster. But, but outside the game, he'd be a lovable, be like, I, don't, I didn't do anything yeah. wrong. Sorry, guys. But God damn it, he's going to murder himself a quarterback today. Yeah, because that equals his dad, and his dad needs to be murdered, even <laughs> though his dad's been dead for years. I, I, no, I love the idea that at a certain point, the psychologist should have just been like, just let him kill one, and then that'll, <laughs> that'll even work it out. Let him kill one of these quarterbacks, and that should that should solve it. What I was hoping was that they were going to find an even older guy, like some octogenarian, to be like, and I'm your father. You need to work this shit out. And then he beats that man to death. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wanted him to hug it out and no, have a nice, happy father-son no, ending. No. He no. just needs to get the rage he out. He needs to kill somebody. Yeah. And 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 what they what they didn't tell you the old man had a terminal disease so it's all right it all works out <laughs> wow that's <laughs> a yeah it's it's a it's a euthanasia situation we're all right so um, yeah now Banner's not allowed in the stadium but he has to stop Toby before oh, he kills somebody so he tries to get into the stadium and these two security guards who are just doing their jobs they are just doing their jobs um, in fact they're doing their jobs exceedingly well as we'll see in a moment yeah they they. they they're actually incredibly effective security guards. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if I can get these guys' names. I believe the one he talks to is named Jonesy. Jonesy. I don't remember, though. I mean, they say his name once. Yeah. And Banner's just like, oh, come on, Jonesy, let me in. I work here. And Jonesy grabs his badge. Well, here's a great name. Mello Alexandria is security guard. Okay. Well, he's probably Jonesy, the security yeah. guard. I'm going to keep calling him Jonesy. And he's like, I work here. He's like, sorry, not anymore, Banner, or yeah. whatever the fuck your name is this week. Um, Bennett? Yeah. Burnett? Burnett, sure. Yeah. Um, not anymore. And he's like, oh, damn. Uh, and so he go- he runs and finds a scalper. And I love that. Why does this scalper have lines? <laughs> a scalper. You have Jerry Cantor as scalper. Sure. Because Banner comes up and... 
uh, says, I got 50 bucks and you give me a ticket. And the scoffer says, sorry, buddy. Tickets are $200. And then another guy comes up and goes, I got $200. He's like, there you go. Enjoy the game. And he gives him a pat on the back. And you're like, what if, What am I looking at here? A small why, little vignette. Why is this in here? And Banner's like, Argh! And New York scalpers yeah. on the streets of Los Angeles. And then Banner's like, Argh! and he rushes away frustrated. And we just stick on the scalper being like, mm-hmm. I, I had am a, a scalper. I had a good scalper day. Yeah. You did some good scalping today. <laughs> I wonder what a scalp is. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but we just linger on him for half a beat, and you're like, why? <laughs> we also establish him for a little bit. Like, yeah. this guy gets a little spotlight for no reason. Was he a friend of a producer or something? <laughs> um, anyway, Banner. So Banner's only choice, then, is to... To hop the fence. Climb a fence over some, well, Bixby's stunt guy specifically, um, <laughs> over some barbed wire, which affects him in no way. I was 100% expecting the barbed wire to tear him up, and then that was the Hulk moment. No. But no. So he gets over the fence, starts running into the Coliseum, and God damn it, these two security guards are Out right on him. Right on him. Jonesy and the hot dog guy are right on his ass. Because the only distinguishing feature about the second security guard is that he is eating a hot dog. Yeah. The, <laughs> literally every time we see them, he's eating a hot dog. Uh, and so they grab and they go, oh, no. And they take him to stadium jail. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me. With okay, So they so you were quite impressed with Jonesy's uh, uh, wrist lock. He got he's Banner got. in a solid wrist lock. He's got, like, the thumb twisted around, and he's just leading Banner by the arm. Because we get classic Bixby. Ah! Ah! hundred percent overacting <laughs> at the pain. It's in the his arm. one moment where I really actually question Bixby's performance. Mm. And usually, I'm pretty with him, but, but yeah. his pain acting—I uh, mean, he—he he may be over a Shatner level of pain acting. Yeah. Again, I would like to think that it's a, a banner strategy mm. of just like, okay, if I really try to sell the pain, they'll no, maybe I, do it I, a little less than I they like should. I like that idea, but uh, but anyway, so they put him. So they put him in this locked, like chain link area. With a bunch of dudes at a table? Well, because those are all drunks who have oh, been thrown into the stadium jail. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't, I didn't, I guess I didn't grasp and that. So all the drunks that have been thrown in the stadium jail yeah. are still, they've still been given a radio to listen to the game. Yeah. And so they're all sitting around, slamming their hands on the uh, table. Chanting like, Toby, because that's yeah. what everybody's doing. Because Toby, as the sports announcer is dictating to us, is a rabid animal. He's going for that quarterback every single play. They got a double team. They got a triple team. And we're seeing this. We also see, as the announcer says, and we later see, blood is literally pouring from his mouth. He's got blood in his mouth, and he's yeah. got blood in his eyes. Yeah. And we literally see blood coming out of his mouth yeah. onto his chin strap. Which is insane to me. Is he bitten his tongue? Duh. Yeah, he literally is a rabid animal at this point. And he just is determined to get to the quarterback, but they keep stopping him, keep stopping him, keep stopping him. Uh, and Banner's desperately trying to get... Ah, he's trying to yell, somebody let Banner, me out of here. Banner hears that he keeps being stopped and that yeah. he's like... The announcer is weirdly analytical in his description of this defensive... I think he's a defensive lineman. He must like, be. Attempts to get and sack the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, he has blood in his mouth and blood in his eyes. He is slowly growing crazy. His nemesis, truly, this is an Agamemnon and Achilles situation. If I didn't know better, I'd swear he's trying to murder that quarterback. <laughs> Probably has something to do with his father. Uh. <laughs> but uh. So he's describing this, and so Banner can hear all of this in detail description of the radio. shaking at the chain link, like, you gotta let me out, somebody's gonna die! Uh-huh. Uh, and then the, the one of the drugs is like, shut up! And throws a bowl of nuts at Banner. <laughs> yep. 
hits him right in the back. And oh, it does damage because Banner's like, ah! White eyes. The bowl of nuts being <laughs> flung at him that makes him Hulk out really upsets me. Yeah. Because I've been whipped with a towel. It stings like a motherfucker. I, I can proudly say that's never happened to me. But I'm just saying, yeah. that didn't make him Hulk out. Right. But a bowl of nuts getting chucked. Oh, that didn't. No, that's right. He, he was worried it was going to. Right. But, but it didn't. It was the, the Hulk, steam room. Yeah, it was the yeah. steam room that but, was going to melt him. That the made him bowl Hulk of nuts that like glanced off his shoulder. Yeah, it doesn't hit him in the head. doesn't hit him in the junk. It hits him like off of the shoulder blade. Yeah. And I'm sure it hurt. Sure. I'm sure it wasn't yeah. pleasant. Yeah. But... He's been pushed over like the back of hedges and thrown out of cars, and he hasn't hulked out. Yeah, it's so inconsistent. It, it really it's, bothers it's me. It's pretty bad. It's it's totally like now we need him to hulk out. So when the drunks throw a bowl of uh, like limply throw a bowl of nuts at him, he hulks out, and, and then, the hulks go, and the drunks go, <laughs> which is pretty funny. That is my favorite moment. What? Yeah, it, uh, I think he literally says that. He does. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's got he's really got like a mouth to the side, mm-hmm. like wow. It's so cartoonish. It really it's very goofy. And then the Hulk just rushes past them and busts and through a window. Jumps out of a window, which actually is pretty cool. It looks it's Batman esque and it's like arms coming from the center out as he busts yeah. through the window yeah, and, and his legs sort of down. Yeah, and he lands. And then he's got work to do, and he heads to the field. Oh, yeah. Hulk shoes are flapping. He uh, swings on down to the field. He he runs by the two security guards who definitely give a, like, we don't get paid enough to deal with that (laughs) look. And he makes it all the way through the crowd, which there's a great guy who lowers his glasses in, like, an 80s movie, sees a hot chick fashion of, like, (laughs) whoa. Waka, waka. Yeah. Uh, as the Hulk goes by, look, there are people who have different reactions to the Hulk sure. in fear. We've seen a couple of them. I'm counting that guy amongst them. I'm also counting Jack McGee in that boxing match. Well, that so. was lust. <laughs> <laughs> Something awakened in Jack McGee that day. Um, but uh, Because, yeah, we see on the football field, the game's still going, and Toby is just getting angrier and angrier. He's got blood on his lips. He's mm-hmm. looking like a snarling animal. And finally, he snaps. And he, even after the play is over, he just assaults the... Takes him to the ground and starts pummeling him. Yeah, just full-up hockey mode. Just yeah. starts beating on this guy. Yeah, which is crazy. And that and like a full-blown brawl starts breaking out on the field. And then onto the field comes the Hulk. <laughs> And the announcer's got his binoculars out. He's like, what's that? Some thing is there on the field. <laughs> Some thing is out on the field. <laughs> well, that guy, this episode could only be improved by the uh, presence of William Shatner, who sadly never does make an appearance on oh, this show. Oh, that's a shame. Wouldn't that be great? Um, Some kind of Hulk. Yeah, don't you wish it was Shatner chasing oh, the Hulk? Oh, 100% I wish it was it's Shatner. It's a giant green monster. <laughs> I would be riveted every time yeah. McGee showed up yeah. and it was Shatner. Can't you people see? <laughs> it's in the register. <laughs> um, yeah, he would definitely convey that better. He'd be less smug about it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, more desperate. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the... I'd like, feel less bad about him getting a paycheck and not being in an episode. Yeah, it's like, yeah. nah, Shatner's paid his dues. Yeah, He's earned it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why he isn't in this, obviously. He's like, <laughs> right. uh, I'm a legend. <laughs> Hey, pop culture icon. Um, they're about to make the first Star Trek movie, actually, 79. So. Yeah, he should have been in this instead. <laughs> that was a bad one. Um, but I love that the announcer's like, 
He's coming down the field at the 20, the 30, the 40. Like he's, he's well, because first he swings into the center of the field. He gr- The Hulk grabs Toby mm-hmm. and throws him over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. Which is amazing. And then starts moving down the field. Yeah. And that's when the announcer starts like, he's moving down the field. Yeah. The 40, the 30. No one can seem to stop this big green colossus. He's in the end zone. Because while the Hulk is running, other players from uh, the Not Bears... Are uh, trying yeah, cougars, to get in yeah. his way, and, and the Hulk's just one-handing, getting them uh, aside. Uh, and there's one glorious shot that we see of the Hulk with just a pile of football players on the ground behind him. Mm-hmm. That was so funny yeah. because he did not put them over in that order so that they would make a pile. No, <laughs> not even remotely. It should be like a guy here, a guy there, uh-huh. a guy over there. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, anything close to what we see. Uh, and so finally he he drops Toby in the end zone and Toby keeps getting up and trying to get past him and the Hulk's just like, no, you don't. Or like whacking at the Hulk, trying to beat him with, club him with his arms. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the Hulk every single time just either pushes him in the chest or grabs his helmet and shoves him down. Yeah. And he does this repeatedly until finally he, Toby gets tired and falls asleep. <laughs> I'm not sure what happens here. No, the Hulk bends down the goalpost. But that doesn't. St- that's not the final thing that stops Toby. Toby doesn't stops getting up before that happens. And then because the rest of the team runs over, and that's when he bends down the goalpost to stop them. Sure, but well, like as an act of like. Uh-huh. But Toby has stopped getting up at that that's point. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what the final. He's like, uh, it's not worth it. <laughs> Someone pushed me down four times. I'm done. His uh, his quarterback murder spell wore off. You know. Sure. Uh, what? What was I doing? <laughs> Trying to murder that quarterback? No, that doesn't sound like me. If that, if he had said that, if we'd gotten those lines, yeah. I would have been happier. We don't. <laughs> then just nothing. No, because what we get is a hard cut. <laughs> hard cut to boy, that sure was cra- like every episode ends with these like man, that sure was crazy. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, the Hulk runs off the field and yeah. we see him bust through a chain link fence and yeah. get away because yeah. he's the Hulk and he does. The fuzz were about to get him. So. We don't know that. Then maybe though. No, the Hulk just is afraid maybe some of teenagers crowds. were afoot. Uh, <laughs> People started looking at the Hulk, and he's like, well, this well, that, is Because the crowd does go silent at a certain point, and they're all just staring at the Hulk. Well, no. The stock footage freezes. Well, that <laughs> they shoot they shoot like a group of like 15 people, uh-huh. and they're all staring. And then it's a still frame of stock footage of a crowd. It's so obviously a photograph. It's hilarious. Um, and the, meanwhile, the announcer's going, and the crowd has gone silent. Yeah. What is that thing? Um and uh, and then, then we just cut to Toby's apartment, and yeah. they're all like, <laughs> like hard cut to Toby, his wife, yeah. and Banner. Yeah, and Toby's wife is in his football jersey, right? And and they they're just finishing a, whatever the war game is that they're playing. Yeah, and and he's beaten Banner, and Banner's like, well, I must be moseying on. <laughs> Because all that stuff with you going crazy because of therapy might spill over onto me. And then his wife thanks Banner for helping him get the help he really needs. Who knows what that is? Actual therapy, I think, is the idea. Not just some mad doctor experimenting (laughs) on him. Uh, Who I hope is in jail. At least stadium jail. Yeah. (laughs) With those drugs. That's that's what I hope for. Shut up. Uh, Getting nuts thrown at him. Yeah. That's just that guy's move. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, they're like, oh, well, uh, you sure we won't see you again? And he's like, no, I, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go because your insanity might blow over onto me. And the cops uh, might get involved. And, and then he says, well, maybe next season. No, you, no. Don't, you don't come back from this, man. 
<laughs> yeah, the fo- yeah, Toby is just like, well, hopefully I'll see you back out in the field next season. And she's like, you don't get to play anymore. You almost killed the guy. Yeah, I'm pretty Big sure. Big Green Monster might have interrupted I'm things. pretty sure you're done forever. <laughs> as soon as you just start assaulting, like openly yeah. assaulting another player, you're like, no, that's 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 the end for you. Like, yeah, the other quarterback was down and out before the Hulk showed yeah, up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, Banner leaves, and then we cut to Banner walking past the Los Angeles Coliseum. This is a weird and shot. looking back, like, <sighs> like he's really forlorn about having to leave. Did he love this job? I feel like he's liked other jobs more that he hasn't lingered on th- to this level. Maybe he just had a love of the game, John. Mm. For one second, I wasn't. He was a part of the gridiron. <laughs> yeah, he, he felt the through all the crowd. Finally, he wasn't a nerd. He was with the jocks. <laughs> That's what that feels like. Yeah, but his whole purpose here was to talk to another nerd about the thing that he studies. Yeah, but for a while, I think I think he liked the idea that he was friends with the the, the tough cool kids who are forty five. We're only marginally older than Banner himself. Banner living at his football dreams of being a forty year old towel boy. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next thing. Yeah, and then we get him walking away in his traveling bell bottoms, and he's gone. That's the end of this episode. Uh, God, such a dumb ending. It's a dumb ending for a dumb episode. It's a pretty. This is a pretty dull episode, I will say. Yeah, like I it think doesn't. We covered. I feel like we talked more in length about worse episodes because more stuff is happening. Whereas yeah. this episode is just like a lot of cutting back and forth between boring stuff and stock footage. There's only a handful of like really silly moments that we can be like, "What?" Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just slow and plodding and talking and like. Meh. It's very yeah. it's a very talky episode. Which I'm fine with a talky episode if something engaging is happening. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's not. It's not at all. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's talk about some of the. Do we have a favorite guest star this week? Does it have to be uh, our main guy here? No, hell no. Okay, it's not. Uh, you're not gonna give it to. Uh, uh, what's his name? Denny Miller. Yeah. No. I mean, he, he might be a good actor. I don't even know. But this episode. Let's talk about Denny Miller's IMDb profile picture, everybody. Sure. By the way. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Did he play Tarzan in something? It looks like he played Tarzan. Let me actually. Because uh, there's a, a very he, oh, cutting black and white photo of oh, this he, man. Oh, he sure did. Oh, excellent. 1959's Tarzan the Ape Man. Ah, called it. He was Tarzan. There nice. He was in Technicolor. Ooh. One of many actors who played Tarzan. John. Yeah. 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 I mean, he yeah, had a long career. I didn't actually really dig into that. Uh,. Well, he was in a lot of Lonesome Dove stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, did three episodes of Magnum P.I. Cool. Um, he was on V. Oh, very nice. Yeah, original, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, the original, yeah. Vegas, MASH, 10 Speed and Brown Shoe. Uh, <laughs> what? 10 Speed and Brown Shoe. I don't know what this is. Television debut of Jeff Goldblum. Whoa. It was a buddy detective show with Ben Vereen and Jeff Goldblum. I need to watch this. It's actually pretty good. How many? How whoa, how long of a? I think run it only did that have? it only went one season, okay. unfortunately. But ten uh, speed and brown shoe. Yeah, most. I mean, the reason it's memorable, even though it was a one, is because it was really the debut of Jeff Goldblum. All right. Um, is he still as weird? He's maybe not as weird as you want him to be, okay. but he's he's weird. Okay. Because he's always somewhat weird. Because he's always Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just looking to see if he made more than one Tarzan movie. My question to you, John, is how did you watch Ten Speed and Brown Shoe? Uh, they put a DVD out. Do you own it? Uh, my dad does. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I need to borrow that show now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't currently have it with me. 
Um, that no, just the one Tarzan appearance. Oh, unfortunate. Just, he he was a one and done Tarzan. He was I'm, most are. He's a well, I don't know. Johnny Weissmuller made what like forty of them. No, no, he probably made like ten of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and a few have done a couple here and there, but yeah, yeah, he was a. I would say the majority of Tarzans are one and done Tarzans. Mm. They never can get that franchise off the ground. It's because it's like they don't lean into the weird pulpiness of it. The, I would say the newest one is, does it the most, and I think they did it in sort of the wrong ways. Um, I enjoyed that movie, but oh, it, I love that movie. But I, I think they like to to really get those pulp like Conan or Tarzan or John Carter of Mars. Like um, you need to do something like The Rocketeer, where it le- really leans into it. Mm. Anyway. Uh, There's my dissertation on. So who movies. who is your guest star of the week then? Um, I'm gonna give it to uh, Drunk Number One in the. Uh, oh the stadium really? Jail. He had a fun take. It was a, it was memorable. He did Th- that or uh, Security Guard Number One? Yeah, that's where I was leaning. I really enjoyed who, the security who gave guard. who gave uh, Banner a little bit of guff. It's like yeah. you don't work here anymore. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he actually brought a lot of energy to a part that didn't need it at all. Yeah, or the scalper, just because like. Oh, you know what? Scalper <laughs> did make an impression on me. <laughs> or the he was given two lines and boy did he milk them. Yeah, he really did. He was having a field day for for like thirty seconds. It was his his show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Hulk feat of strength here. Um, the door thing. Yeah, that's that's what I would go with. That was the most impressive to me. If filmed differently, I feel like destroying the pillar in the locker room yeah, would have been the, cooler. The editing and cinematography there really did some damage. But yeah, otherwise, I feel like the door thing was the most impressive. Obviously, bending over a football goal stand. It happens so slowly, though. It's not that cool. And it didn't accomplish anything no. other than sort of making other people just stop and look at him. Yeah, which a lot of the stuff he does, that's what it does. And that's yeah. just not... What am I watching the show for? Right. But yeah, so I think it's going to be grabbing both of the football goons and yeah. the door and then throwing all three of those things across the room. Yeah, that, that's be, that, that would be my pick. My Hulk feet of strength. Uh, all right. Well, so since this show takes place in an alternate universe from the Marvel one we know, that means there must somewhere out there be a General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross who lives unaware of the existence of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. What's he up to this week? All right. Well, as we established last week. Previously. Previously <laughs> on the adventures of... Unaware that Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. Yes. He had discovered a secret plot involving the National Register. Yes. That it may have, in fact, been founded by the organization known as Hydra. Yes. In this version of the Marvel Universe, things, I would, I'm going to say things stopped being crazy after World War II. Mm. Like, so there was a Captain America. Perhaps there was a Captain America. Red Skull and Red such. Skull. All of that stuff existed. Yeah. But then at post-World War II, everything sort of settled back down. Got it. No more superheroes. We didn't get Marvel's first family. We didn't have uh, Iron Man getting trapped in uh, the Middle East to be abducted by uh, the Mandarin. Right, right, right. None of that occurred during the 50s and 60s. Okay. So at this point, all of that stuff is just like, oh, we we know that stuff is legend at this point. Mm -hmm. Best just to move on. Live in the now. Yeah. And Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross is a definite believer of living in the now. Okay. He has pretty zen philosophies, all things considered. Uh, It sounds like it, yeah. (laughs) But this week, um, he's sort of clearing his head mm. because, like, well, did he imagine uh, that? Because right. when he went back to investigate again, it was all gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Mm. But uh, so he's just kicking back with a, a little bit of uh, Sunday football, watching his oh. favorite team. And what do you think uh, Thunderbolt Ross's favorite football team is, John? Oh, man. I mean, 
The Missoula Sharks are pretty good. Missoula Sharks are pretty good. Um, and, of course, who could forget the Vancouver Lumberjacks? Vancouver Lumberjacks. Um, <laughs> I forgot what the Portland, Maine one was, but it was something dumb. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Nor'easters. Uh, probably the L.A. Cougars. L.A. I mean, Cougars? The, yeah. No, 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 no. He's not a big fan of the West Coast teams. Oh, no. okay. Right, right. Yeah. Um, he is obviously a uh, D.C. Minutemen Oh, yeah. Fan. Well, of course. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Unfortunately... They're never that great of a team. They're never making it to the playoffs. But you know, he sticks with them. He sticks with That's them. That's what. Because so while the championship loyal. game is going on, he's not watching that. No. He's watching some post game stuff with his team, the Minutemen. <laughs> um, not even close to playoff. Potential. Not even close to playoff potential. Yeah. So he's just kicking back, relaxing, watching a little bit of football. Um, when he is doing that, he hears about something happened during the championship game, yeah. but honestly, he thinks football's maybe getting a little too violent these days. Well, there's that dirty player from the, the L.A. Cougars. Yeah, something happened with him, but yeah. he's just ignoring Oh, well, of that. course he is. You know, what a what a insult to the game. Right. So I think this week, Thaddeus Ross is just, like, clearing his head a little bit, enjoying some good old-fashioned Americana, trying to ignore the fact that he may have stumbled across a criminal conspiracy mm. to shape American minds in the aftermath of World War II. And for now, at least, he's going to let that rest and just try to enjoy some football. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk about what we're going to see next week from uh, our beloved Incredible Hulk. Uh, what do we got here? The next episode, uh, that was Killer Instincts. The next episode is called Stop the Presses. Uh-oh. David is washing dishes at Bruno's restaurant, whose owners are being targeted by a sleazy journalist from the National Register. I wonder who it could be. When Banner's picture is taken, he has to break into the building where Jack McGee works to get it back. Are we going to finally establish where the National Register is located? You bet we are. Oh, this is going to add to the layers of plot here. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be, obviously, uh, seems like going to be a heavy Jack McGee episode. Shit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I don't think McGee is the reporter who's hassling the restaurant, though. Then what's the <laughs> fucking point? I think just the fact that he has to break into the office of Jack McGee is I know, there, but it's like, we have a reporter from the National Register. Why can't it be McGee? Well, I do like the idea of seeing other um, uh, reporters from the National Register. Yeah, you know they're not going to do anything with it, though. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see next week when we watch <laughs> okay, Stop the Presses. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, we continue to follow the adventures of... Dr. David Benton, Benchley, Benson, Bradburn, Blaine, Blake, Brown, Blank, Bradford, <laughs> Bradford, Bernard, Barton, Benton, Barton, Beckman, Bishop, Baxter, Bremer, Ballon, Burnett, Banner. Wow, this is becoming difficult. <laughs> you got a little too confident at the beginning there, yeah, though. You were going so fast, you tripped yourself up. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes. Um, but until then, uh, I've been John Campbell. I am currently Mike Gargone. Remember, don't make us angry, because you wouldn't like us when we're angry. <laughs>